Hi, this is Astro Chris from Quota Queen Astrology, and today's video is going to be on the Virgo full moon. If you're new to my channel, don't forget to subscribe, hit that notification bell, and comment below. Let me know what your zodiac sign is. Here at Quota Queen Astrology, we talk about astrology, the spiritual journey, and esoterica. So if you're interested in that, tune in every week as I post new videos. And I welcome all you to learn astrology with me. Check out our astro group on Facebook. The link will be in the description below. And I also host an IG live every Wednesday where you can ask the astrologer. I talk about all sorts of astrology topics. And at the end of each live, I answer questions in regard to the astrological weather and interact with my followers. So let's get into the astrology of the week. So the full moon in Virgo is happening on February the 26th, 2021. And this chart was casted for the Los Angeles area. But I do not use the ascendant nor the placements or the house placements. I predict based on the planet so it can be applicable to you as well anywhere around the world. And looking at this chart, I see a lot of beautiful energy. So first, full moons are about culmination. And they activate the axis because the sun and the moon are on opposite ends. So in this case, we have the sun in the sign of Pisces. And the moon is in the sign of Virgo. So they're opposing each other. They're at 8 degrees. If you have Pisces or Virgo... At 8 degrees, anywhere between, I want to say 5 to 10, 12, 5 to 12 degrees. This is activating your chart some way, somehow. So check to see what planets, the sun and the moon are activating and the area of life that is being influenced. And that would be your Virgo house and your Pisces house. But in regard to the aspects that it's making, when the sun and the moon are opposing each other, the moon is strong. The moon is very bright in the sky. And the area of life where the moon is shining is where we need to pay attention to. That is where something has culminated. We are receiving a gift. We are receiving a lesson. We're receiving advancements in that area. Now, wherever the sun is at, we might feel a little bit of tension on this end because it could be tied into the gift or the lesson that we're receiving because they are in polar opposite signs. Now, the strongest aspect other than the full moon aspect that the sun and the moon are making with each other is the trine and the sextile to Uranus. So the sun is sextiling Uranus in Taurus and the moon is trining Uranus in Taurus. Uranus is at seven degrees. So communicating very, very strongly with this sun and moon placement and this is beyond innovative when the sun and the moon trine uranus this is forming a learning aspect and it's a minor learning aspect but it's still a learning aspect and what do learning aspects do so people that have natal learning aspects or shapes in their chart have a lifetime of curiosity of just learning, experiencing, teaching, gathering information, um, sharing information. It's just all about 
the lessons of life and life in itself what is the meaning of life so this specific configuration which is an opposition and then to a sextile from a sextile to the trine and then from the trine to the opposition back down so if we can we can see this forms a triangle so we have from the moon to the sun from the sun to uranus uranus to the moon again moon to sun so it goes back and forth and the experience here is tied in on what are the lessons around this aspect what is it that you are innovating or changing or restructuring renovating the energy of uranus is to really think outside of the box and when it's talking to the sun the sun is also a career indicator the moon is your feelings and also the home it's really asking you to pay attention to your career and also how this is making you feel and maybe be more creative and think outside of the box now you're going to feel this even stronger if these planets happen to activate your career and home houses but if they don't happen to have uh, activate them you feel it at a lesser degree but it's still asking you to start thinking about a different way of doing things just thinking outside of the box we might be so filled with information and knowledge and ideas that we start getting a little nervous a little bit anxious so make sure that you are expressing this information out you're taking it out you're taking these ideas you're journaling them you're writing them down and also executing with some type of action so you can then move from the idea to taking action not just having all these ideas because that is what's going to cause more of that nervousness overwhelming your mind with thoughts the moon also rules the mind so another good aspect here that we see is venus conjunct the sun and uh, natally when you have venus conjunct the sun you are more of a sweet person you have this beautiful personality in regard to the way that you see life and um, you speak more eloquently you then take those qualities of venus now venus is very close to the sun so she just entered the sun of pisces when the full moon aspect takes place she is going to be opposing the moon when venus and the moon oppose it's time to take care of your money because we might end up spending or buying things based on emotion based on how we feel maybe doing things for ourselves based on how we feel and they're not the most practical things to do so just take note of this energy and make sure that you are not spending your money frivolously and the purchases that you make are not something you're going to regret later another thing that is happening with this full moon energy is that we have Mars and Pluto communicating. They are forming a trine aspect. And this aspect natally, when people have Mars and Pluto connected in their charts, especially when it's a positive aspect, such as this trine, they have tremendous willpower. Pluto is power. Mars is will. They have similar agendas. So... This is a time to take action on these innovations. Take action so you can gain control, gain power, gain perspective of the direction that you are heading to. 
this full moon in Virgo is very, very powerful. Now, the moon is not forming a trine to Pluto, but from Virgo, eventually, after, so hours after the full moon, it will form a trine to Pluto. So then it reactivates this trine energy that it's making with Mars and Pluto. The moon is also going to trine Mars from Taurus. So it's going to form a grand trine. That's going to be hours after the full moon. So very, very good energy to take action around things that you really feel you're connected to because it's our emotions. And this can be a grandiose idea in regard to a business venture. You've been wanting to launch your business or maybe to collaborate with someone. So set in motion, take action because this is stuff that you love. So do it. Maybe it's time for you to revamp that resume so you can then sell yourself. Take action. Apply for that powerful position. This is absolutely not an energy that you want to ignore because it's a portal to manifest things that you are bringing into your existence. Because of you taking initiative, you taking action, you bring these things into your existence. Shortly after, Mars is going to be leaving the sign of Taurus and from there entering into the sign of Gemini. So we're no longer going to experience this energy of Mars in Taurus. So whatever it is that you put into action and that you take initiative to attain, you need to make sure you set in place that plan, those steps, whatever it was before Mars enters the sign of Gemini, because by then the aspect will be vanished. The energy of the aspect will no longer apply. Now, one last thing that I did want to talk about in regard to the full moon is the sextile that Saturn and Chiron are having. Now, Saturn is making a square to Uranus, but that is a separating square at this point. The conversation of Saturn and Uranus is not ending. They're going to be talking again in June and in December. So they are going to be strongly innovating us. And if you're interested to find out how the Saturn and Uranus energy is going to affect you, don't forget to watch this video. The link is going to be in the description below. But going back to the energy of Saturn and Chiron. It is time to work on anything that we feel is hindering us and cause doubt, causes pain, causes trauma, and debilitates you. Saturn is a great teacher. So was Chiron. Chiron is a wounded healer. And based on his acts of kindness, he liberated himself. He was able to free himself from the pain and the wound and it's he had a physical wound he attained a physical wound but he also had a lot of emotional wounds so he had a life in which he overcame a lot of obstacles he always saw the bright side of things and he continued to persevere now last year saturn was 
squaring the Chiron energy. And the signature there was to kind of pick and poke at this energy and point it out and remind you that it's still there. Remind you that we haven't worked on it. But now, all this year, we're talking about healing this. So most likely, if you were on the path of healing last year, you're now ready to start healing this energy and it's going to be much easier. Whenever there's a square energy, it's a little bit tougher. It comes with mixed emotion. It is more ink your face type of energy, but the sex styles are opportunities and they have a different type of energy where we can just take advantage of the positive side of the planet versus really reliving the pain because that's kind of what the squares do when we get these painful aspects so last year you activated this pain you identified these issues and now it's time to really really hammer it down let it go now this is great for people in the healing industry anyone that's in the healing industry anyone that wants to work on their self-confidence and heal things that were injuring them from any past relationships, from childhood, from your physical body and form anything that's negative, anything. It's really, really your mind that is the limit in regard to how you can heal. But usually Chiron has a physical or emotional injury. And that is either from parents, it's either from lovers or acquaintances dear ones friends etc chiron really um mostly shows up anything outside of love but they also he also has a tragic love story so it can also trigger love issues but um more self-love versus lovers i will be making a video on chiron and saturn as they're going to be communicating throughout the year back and forth uh, another time during retro and then when Saturn goes direct. So um, check out that video. Be posting it in the description below. And lastly, the full moon in Virgo is activating the service axis. You have to ask questions such as, how am I of service to others? How am I helping others? How am I helping myself? How am I self-sacrificing how am i putting myself first this axis of pisces and virgo is the servant axis it's also known as the serve or suffer axis why because if you have planets in these areas you're meant to be of service of some sort you're meant to be a person that helps others and that does not mean that you're not going to have success success is measured in very different ways but it is an energy that is requiring that you also help with all your heart with the compassion and energy of pisces and with the virgo energy of serving selflessly of serving to improve processes, make things more efficient, look at your daily life and routine, look at the food that you're eating. So it is for you to improve your everyday mental health and routines. 
daily routines. I really love when this aspect is activated in the sky because it does give us a little bit of, of break. It is calling us to rest a little, to rest and retreat and recharge. So that is all I wanted to talk about the full moon. Now I am going to be talking about the zodiac signs and how the full moon is going to be affecting every zodiac sign. I do recommend that you listen to your sun, moon, and rising most importantly your rising now if you don't have a natal chart you don't know what your rising is check out the description below i have a free astrology calculator all you need is your date of birth time of birth and place of birth if you do not have your time of birth you can locate that in your birth certificate if that's not possible then you need to make or cast a noon chart that means you're going to indicate on there that you were born at noon. So like that, you get a chart where you have the sun highest in the sky. It's not going to be as accurate because you are not going to know what ascendant you are. But you get an idea of where your sun and your moon is placed and the aspect that it's making for that day. Great. So let's get started with Aries. So for Aries sun, moon, or rising, the full moon in Virgo is actually activating your 6th and your 12th house axis. So this is the rest and work axis. The 6th house is the house of routines, of health, and that's where you have the full moon. So something around or in regard to health is being highly activated for you. In addition to your daily routines, your home life, and the way that you've been managing those routines now the sun is highlighting your 12th house and that is a sign of pisces the sun is there to remind you that you need to rest that you need to take care of your mental health that you need to relax so this is a time that you're going to be going back and forth in regard to your routines and the rest that you're honoring for yourself how much responsibility and tasks that you're putting on yourself and then how much break and fun and retreat are you giving for yourself the 12th house is a house that requires you to regenerate retreat so it is a time to schedule appointments in regard to working with your body like chiropractic appointments or um, massages or uh, seeing a hypnotherapist or uh, acupuncturist or even getting an astrology reading when you have this axis activated it's a real good time to just work on you work on the self and reset yourself because next uh, season when aries sun is activated that's going to be in your first house and it's going to revitalize you but you won't be as revitalized if you didn't take those breaks so really be mindful of how you are managing your daily routines and balancing it with you having leisure, you having rest, you having time to uh, calm the mind and regenerate yourself. In regard to the moon in the sign of Virgo, the sun and the moon are aspecting the sign of Taurus in your second house of resources, self-esteem, 
and the food that you eat so it is a good time to look at how much you are spending in regard to the type of quality food that you are ingesting in addition to budgeting now uranus in the second house can bring unexpected money so when it's transiting that area of life you are going to see a lot of changes in regard to how you feel so it will change the way that you feel about yourself your self-esteem in addition to attracting a lot of money at one time and then also bringing opportunities that force you to spend that money so really look at how you're valuing this money how you're budgeting but this is a really really good aspect to think of innovative ways in regard to how you are spending your money and also showing yourself value now for taurus sun moon or rising this full moon in virgo is happening in your um, 11th and 5th house so the moon in the 5th house is actually a good aspect for you because from the 5th house it trines your ascendant in taurus and from the sun from the 6th house in the sign of pisces sextiles your ascendant in taurus now this full moon is especially uh, strong for you because you have uranus in the first house and the moon and the sun are communicating with this uranus in taurus in the house of your house of self so this is an area of life that you need to reinvent yourself you need to um pay close attention and friendships and lovers and what you love and children are going to be a big part of the way that you are reinventing yourself because this energy of uranus is being directed towards the first house of you from the sun to the moon and the moon is in the house the fifth house of children of hobbies of self-employment so anything in regard to that is really highlighted right now now the sun is in your 11th house of networks and friends and social media so something in regard to social media and your business or friendships and maybe um, how it's impacting your home and your children environment but then it goes to the self the first house so it's a positive very very positive energy you do have that pluto energy in um the sign of capricorn which is in your ninth house and it's sending energy to your first house of self and um, soon to enter your second house of resources so this aspect of pluto and mars is really speaking to you take advantage of this energy and take some initiative some steps to either collaborate with friends to improve your business or find networks um, that you are going to collaborate with to improve your business if you're not a business owner then this is a time that you can develop more deeper relationships with your lovers with your children and find some hobbies um, maybe connect with people through um, a tribe or a soul group that you find uh, dear to your heart um, things like that that can really change your personality and your perspective in life because you are going through a transit that is a once in a lifetime and this transit 
is going to renew that area of life which is your first house that is yourself and that is uranus transiting your first house that does not happen twice in life so it is an air an area of life that's going to be reinvented and you are going to come out of this transit a whole new person and for gemini sun moon or rising this energy is activating your fourth and tenth house so we have the moon in the fourth house of virgo and we have the sun in the tenth house of pisces so this is the home and career axis matters in regard to the home and career are being highlighted uh, this is a time to pay attention to your home life maybe there's things that you need to sort out that are affecting the way that you are expressing yourself in your career or maybe getting in the way of career endeavors now freeing up some space at home or spending some time um, or tending to these matters are going to assist you with then you being able to focus more on your career at this moment now it's not being too challenged but the sun is transiting there and when the sun is transiting your 10th house of career it is a time for you to shine because that is the highest point in your chart so this is a time for you to set in motion actions that are going to benefit your career for the next year so this is a time that you need to take initiative that you need to plant those seeds that you need to form those relationships so you are able to reap the rewards now the energy of uranus is in your 12th house that's where the your taurus energy is at so uranus is asking you to connect to your higher self to find uh, meaning in life the 12th house is a very very deep house you are having a very deep transit here and it is being activated at this point so you might get some downloads in while you're dreaming um or even in your everyday life like find yourself daydreaming often because it's disconnecting you from reality i find that when people are having these tougher transits it's very um easy for you to disregard the responsibilities or things that you have to tend to so i like to recommend to purposefully pay attention to these things what, what does that mean so if you're finding yourself that you're daydreaming and it's interfering with your daily routines and you're not getting things done then set some time to meditate because that would be you disconnecting and honoring the energy set some time to study the occult set some time to study spirituality so feed this energy purposefully or it's going to start invading your life and then from there mess with your material and your stability so you don't want that you want to make sure that that is not something that gets shook in now you do have uh, the taurus energy in the sign of mars and it's going to cross into your first house so take advantage of that because mars has been giving you very active dreams lately so now that it's going to cross to your ascendant soon it's going to energize the body and mars and uh, Pluto are communicating so this is also a transit that you need to take advantage of in regard to setting in motion actions willful actions now for cancer this is also this is cancer sun moon or rising this is also a good transit for you now 
the full moon is happening in your third house of communication and you are having a ninth house transit this is activating the axis of travel beliefs learning um gathering wisdom languages foreign experiences or foreigners communication of every sort commerce so if you are a cancer that owns a business this is a really really good transit for you especially if your ascendant is in cancer because your ninth and third house are being activated so you can then plan and execute campaigns um, marketing this is also the axis of publishing and writing so you can create things that are going to assist you now when it comes down to learning you might be curious to continue to expand your knowledge so you may be entering into ventures where you want to learn something for the long term something that's going to assist you when this sun in pisces actually enters sun in aries which is your 10th house of career so the skills that you're gathering now are going to help you to then tap into the highest manifestation of achievement when that sun enters aries so think of um what it is that you feel is gonna assist you now the energy of uranus in the sign of taurus is being directed to your 11th house of networks of social groups of media so you have to be innovative in regard to the actions that you take to expand your knowledge or to even teach maybe you've been learning something and that is what's coming into culmination and now it's time to think outside the box and figure out a plan on how you are going to spread all this knowledge that you gathered and practice what you learned so then you can gain expertise in those areas um, when you have Uranus transiting your 11th house, it usually brings very unusual people into your life because it's also the house of friendships. And um, when I see this activated in people's charts, they usually tend to align with people that are like the black sheep of the community and they think differently there are anarchists astrologers innovators so this is a good time to start net networking with these people most likely during this month you are going to be looking at um, your communication and learning style and seeing where you need to change things up and also think everything else that you've completed and attained and move into new innovative horizons now for leo sun moon arising this full moon is happening in your second house and your eighth house so we have virgo energy in your second house and we have the sun transiting your eighth house so in this transit you're being asked to look at your finances and your joint finances now, when the sun is transiting the 8th house, it's talking about taxes, inheritance, finances, your inner self, the sexuality. So it's a very deep transit. It's also a transit that you want to be careful with because it's a time to reset yourself. Now, Venus is going to be entering 
or actually Venus is at this time in the eighth house as well. So then she is bringing matters of the second house because she naturally rules the energy of the second house, which is money and um, self-value and self-love in the forefront. The moon in the second house is opposing Venus and the sun. So this is asking you to look at how you're valu valuing money. Look at how you're spending your money, you're investing your money, how your money is helping you to create wealth versus to create a burden. And you have Uranus right now in your 10th house communicating with the sun and the moon. So it is going to be impacting your career and status. Maybe it's a time that you get a sudden promotion and that is going to bring in money through the second and also through the eighth because the eighth house is the money you make through work and the second is the money that you have the wealth that you attain how you respect and invest your resources so money access activated for you and another thing that can manifest when the 10th house is involved is like I mentioned, inv advancements such as promotion, promotion, or you finally saying, hey, I'm fed up with this. I'm no longer going to take this. I don't want to work here. I'm tired of it. I'm going to pursue my purpose or I am going to uh, go somewhere else where they value me more and um, get a promotion there. So this is a time that you want to look at how your actions how your achievement, how your life purpose can actually drive you to either attain more security, more money and resources, or it can cause crises based on your actions. So before you make that move of quitting your job because you want to pursue your life purpose, you need to really look at your finances. You really need to look at your security and see if it's something that you're able to do or you can do. If you are looking for a new job, then I would really consider keeping your current job until you actually have a solid offer. But it is a great time to start revamping your resume, to start looking at what you are worth because how you value yourself is how you attract money and stability and also maybe even cutting corners in regard to your expenses so look at your budget how much are you paying for all these extra services that maybe you don't utilize and at one point they were serving you and now they're no longer serving you an example i was paying for a gym membership waiting for the pandemic to end but it hasn't happened so it was something i needed to cut and I started looking at this this month. I actually am a Leo rising. So it was brought to my attention when I was thinking of, wait, where is my money going? How am I spending my money? What's happening with my money? So very good transit to analyze this because if you have this in order, you're able to manifest more strongly, more innovatively with that energy in Uranus that's being highly activated. Now, Pluto in your sixth house is asking you to pay attention to your health um, because maybe overworking from the energy of Mars to Pluto, from Mars in the 10th to uh, Pluto in the sixth, you might be or overworking yourself. So 
um, I would be scheduling those medical appointments to check and see how your blood work is doing, how you're feeling, etc. And then also um, revisit the type of supplements and vitamins you're taking. And of course, always consult a doctor. Now for Virgo, Sun, Moon or Rising, this energy is happening in your first and seventh house. So you have the first house of Virgo with the full moon. This is a time that you're feeling especially good because when the moon is there, it makes you feel a little bit more loving and nurturing and a tad bit more emotional. So you can be a little bit emotion, emotional, but um, practical, emotional with that Virgo practicality. And we have the sun in your seventh house highlighting your relationship. So this is really, really an awesome time to really visit how you are um, playing that supportive role in the relationship. And this is any type of relationship. It can be a romantic relationship, a marriage, or a business relationship, and even a best friend relationship. So that area of life is calling for attention you are being asked to see how the self and others are being balanced when the sun transits the seventh house it usually brings a lot of responsibilities or um, topics and things around others this is a time to connect, to collaborate, to create together, to balance things out, to be fair. And when the moon is in your first house and this aspect is forming in your first house, it is calling your attention to also show yourself love, to direct some care your way, to make yourself important of some sort, to work on you. Now we have the energy of uranus aspecting from the ninth house so your beliefs as a virgo are being reworked on from uranus and uranus is actively communicating with the sun and moon during this aspect the full moon aspect so taking the energy of uranus in your ninth house that is expanding your beliefs is gathering knowledge especially downloaded knowledge from the ethers this is a time to incorporate all that you've learned all the things that you feel and really express it from the heart really show yourself what it is that you really want to attain and maybe even discuss this with a partner maybe you have these dreams to one day travel travel the world or to live in a different place you don't want to live where you grew up and you are rebuilding these beliefs you're rebuilding your belief system so you can share that with your partner this is also an indicator of finding a teacher that becomes maybe a mentor first and then this mentor leads you to their teacher or then you start gathering more knowledge and you get all these answers in regard to all the questions that you have around uh, life and the purpose and uh, things of that sort. Um, so you are having a very strong transit with that Uranus energy in your ninth house. And it is going to make you stand out and be quirky and be different because it's activating your first house as a Virgo. But 
the sun and the moon here are asking you to communicate this to your partners, to communicate this to your close friends, or even to your business partners. Maybe you have an idea to expand the business and go abroad and just target a, a different market. So this is a time that you want to think how that's going to um, work, how you, what, what part are you playing, what part your partner is playing, your business partner, and how you're going to strategize to do this. So very good time, very good transit for the Virgo Pisces uh, axis. That's a relationship axis, whether you're, you're in business or not, the Virgo rising sun or moon is being transformed and you're being asked to change things around your beliefs and bring your partners in have them be on board and express to you what their needs are as well come to a equal conclusion where both parties are satisfied and feel supported now for libra sun moon or rising this energy is happening in your 12th house and your 6th house. So currently you have the Virgo moon in your 12th house and the sun is transiting your 6th house. So work and spiritual matters and rest and retreat are very highlighted for you now. More work. So when the sun is in the 6th house, it's influencing you or impacting the amount of work that you do. And because you're working so hard, you're technically overworking yourself right now. You're going to feel this in your 12th house where the moon is at. And the moon is asking you to rest a little. Make sure you honor the body. Make sure you're embracing your body. Make sure you're connecting with the self and connecting with spirits somehow. So again, a real great time to revisit your meditation practice to see how this area of life needs to be incorporated more into your daily routine because the 12th house is a house that's a little tougher and this energy in the 12th house is asking to undo things that no longer serve you but then you're having the sun transiting your sixth house bringing a lot of work and home life responsibilities so the work is interfering with um, you having leisure of some sort and your health is also upfront um, in the upfront matter and um, matters in regard to how you're managing your time every day so not the super funnest transit because when we talk about daily routines a lot of people don't like to think of those or think they're lots of fun you know vacation and leisure are more fun but it is a time that you can set intentions on what it is that you want to do for the next time this axis gets activated so do plan a vacation this is a great time to plan one even if you can't take one you want to plan one you want to put it on that calendar or you want to take steps to actually manifest this into creation by reserving um, the plane tickets or reserving the resort or even getting a yes from your girlfriends or your spouse to let's go on this uh, retreat or this wine tasting adventure. Whatever it is that you feel you need to recharge your body, recharge yourself, connect to spirit. Um, now you are having 
Uranus activate this energy in the sign of Taurus and that is your eighth house so Uranus in the eighth house is really revamping the way that you think about partnerships the way that you think about deeper issues in life your joint finances and also um, the occult so if you are a uh, Libra rising you are being asked to look at how you're valuing valuing your joint finances how is it that you're spending this together so maybe even um, discussing matters around finances with your partner now if you don't have a partner then it's asking you to look at how you are spending your money in regard to other financial institutions that impact you that's going to be taxes insurances things that are not really necessarily your income but can provide some form of income that then you bring into your second house on another note this transit also activates your deep feelings it can trigger some trauma so it is one of the tougher transits and if you are looking for love when you do have this transit activated in your eighth house the person that you seem to attract will be a little bit more abstract more different than uh, usual but this is the new evolutionary step that you took so this person that you will be attracting or this new intimate relationship that you're creating with your current partner is going to serve a better purpose for you both now for scorpio sun moon or rising the full moon is actually happening in your 11th house of friendships networks hopes dreams aspiration long-term investments in money and the sun in pisces in your fifth house highlighting matters of romance children responsibilities hobbies and leisure so for you scorpio this is actually a pretty good transit now the energy of uranus is activating your seventh house of partnerships of um business partnerships of collaborations so maybe more unexpected situations around partnerships can occur it could be that everything is going fine and all of a sudden a crisis occurs or something that you have to pay attention to not necessarily a crisis but something that shakes your daily routines and now your partner is the one that either is dealing with it or it's being caused by your partner but the 11th house and fifth house ask axis um, is generating energy to your seventh house and this can also point to a partner that is busy with networking and building a business because the fifth house is self-employment and the 11th house is networks and social media so um, maybe the tensions around your partner because the uranus energies in your seventh house of partnerships is also 
taking away from leisure, taking away from you uh, being able to plan um, time away from home. Or on the other end, there is a need to set these areas in order. So maybe if you're not collaborating with people and you're not connecting on social media but you are a business owner and you see that the business is struggling to uh, make sales and um, grow then this is a time for you to set those schedules to target your tribe to connect with the people that like your service or your product on the other end if you are not a business owner, this is a perfect time to develop a hobby. You can do hobbies with your children. You can do something in regard to um, spending more time with your lovers. And if you don't have children, you're not married, you don't have a relationship, then you need to be setting intentions on what it is that you want to manifest for your life because the moon in the 11th house is activating your hopes aspirations long-term dreams and the big vision of life so very good transit very good uh, time to be innovative to think outside the box and do not let the pressures of partnerships or um, not having enough fun uh, weigh you down and cause you to not focus on the good things in life, which is bonding, which is uh, being loving and collaborating and just dealing with situations that arise one day at a time. And for Sagittarius, Sun, Moon or Rising, the full moon in Virgo is happening in your um 10th house and the sun in pisces is in your fourth house the moon in your 10th house is actually forefronting your career and home balance so you're another sign that has the career and home balance uh, activated and now um, your home life is more highlighted because we do have the energy of the sun there asking you to pay attention to the home and some responsibilities in regard to work and connecting to your uh, type of work that you do or even the people that you work with or the customers that you serve are very highlighted so you are really thinking outside of the box right now with that Uranus energy activating your daily routines and impacting how the career and home axis is affecting um, your lifestyle, how you are balancing um, having fun and also rest, resting in your sacred space, that's your home, and communicating and executing your desires and needs and wants in the area of career status and achievement now uranus is supporting your career by providing a trine so being innovative that's going to help you and assist you and providing more security for the home and your home your home environment not just necessarily a home like a house um but Uranus, on the other hand, is also sextiling the sun. So providing innovative ways to um, 
rearrange your sacred space. So this is a time that I, I highly recommend to get rid of things that no longer serve you around the home so you can push energy. And this could also be things like uh, feelings that are bothering you. So if in your network of a home, your family, your your roots, what you know you consider dear to your heart something is no longer serving you it's time to address it it's time to give it its space give it some love but set it to rest so it can then um, pay off in allowing more energy in through the career and through the home life it is a great time to think of uh, making maybe moving or setting intentions to move so if you are a sagittarius rising and you've been wanting to move to a new place or maybe in addition to the home like having a baby or looking for a commitment from a partner this is a time you can start send, setting those intentions thanking the universe clearing your space so you can let these opportunities in and for capricorn sun moon or rising this is activating your third and ninth house so the virgo full moon is highlighting your ninth house of learning travel experiencing foreign la lands or cultures or uh, gathering knowledge finding a spiritual teacher matters of teaching you sharing your knowledge and also reinventing your beliefs so this is a great transit for you because the moon from the ninth is actually trining your capricorn ascendant and the sun from the third house in pisces is sextiling your ascendant so matters in regard to how you communicate how you sell yourself how you express what you've learned your skills and also the information that you share is going to impact the way that the world is responding to you the steps that you're taking now to learn or to teach to communicate and collaborate and speak to others and spread knowledge create networks is all going to um, set tone for a new stage for you now the moon is in the sign of virgo that rules your uh, ninth house of higher beliefs and it's asking you to change to be more open-minded to be receptive to knowledge or women around you people around you that are sharing information from the heart now the sun in the third house is highlighting how you feel about yourself this is a great time to set those intentions to get a job to set those intentions to create that marketing campaign or to start writing that book so you have great activation to put your thoughts into words and express them through either you creating a book you creating a social media post that can essentially go viral or you selling yourself in some sort by revamping your resume or putting in that application to get accepted into that school 
Now, the energy of Uranus is activating your Taurus house, which is your fifth house of hobbies, love, children, romance. So you are very excited during this transit. You are looking for um, eccentricity and a different type of connection. This is a great time to maybe express your hobby through writing so especially if you you love to write and you're a writer or any type of artistic pursuit can be expressed through the third or ninth house or you can take some sort of training or um, education so you can then express and perfect and hone in on the skills that you are developing that you naturally have in the fifth house and uranus is beautifully activating so this is a great time for you uh, capricorn rising sun or moon to take initiative and learn something and take your time with it foster the growth you'll see the payoff now for aquarius sun moon or rising the full moon in Virgo is activating your 8th and 2nd houses. So this is a transit that is asking you, similarly to the Pisces transit, because it's the same axis, but there's more emphasis on the Virgo house for you, which is your 8th house of taxes, inheritance, matters of the heart, deep feelings, psychology the esoteric um, astrology yoga deep matters secrets so this is a time that you want to delve deep into these matters if it happens to be in regard to finances maybe you need to start um, setting some time to file your taxes or um, you know sign that will or create um, some sort of document legal document that protects you and protects your assets or look at your partner's finances how they're spending their money things of such but it's also a great time to connect on an intimate level with your partner because this is the house of intimacy so this is a time that you can really express how you feel and love and um if you did get some type of hurt or injury not with malintent from your partner but this is a time that you can address it and lay it to rest so you can move on and continue to foster good relationships now you are having your second house of resources activated for the rest of the month with that pisces sun transit uh, making you feel good bringing matters of self-worth and self-esteem to the forefront and your resources so when this axis is being activated i highly recommend that both parties look at the resources because something could come up where there's a disagreement in regard to how the money is being sent spent or maybe uh, someone secretly spent some savings etc so you want to address it see what happened why it's happening and create a plan and resolve it now the taurus energy for you is actually activating 
your fourth house of home so uranus in the fourth house is actually calling you to be innovative in the home maybe you live in a house and now you want to move to a condo move to the city but it's not going to be the traditional home life um, incorporating more tech my friend when she had this transit she actually remodeled her whole home and she made contactless entry she added a contactless door entry and um, an ipad system for a security system so i found it very interesting that the minute that this uranus energy activated in her chart because it conjuncted some of her personal planets in the fourth she made these innovations so you can also be innovative in the home um, i recommend remodeling or just rearranging your furniture so you can move the energy around and not tend to um, be bored or uh, disconnect and wanting something different looking for something different because you feel the energy is not revitalized at home so moving your furniture around can move that energy thus you then requiring less changes especially if your partner doesn't have the same aspects that you're having is it could be worrisome and troublesome because the other partner does not require these deep changes that you're requiring so honoring the natal aspects that are being activated in your chart and then matching the other person's energy is the best thing that you can do with this transit now for pisces sun moon or rising the full moon is happening in your first and seventh house axis so the first house is being activated very beautifully by the sun this is a transit that is refreshing your entire chart because it's activating the first house so you're feeling a lot of energy you're feeling good you're feeling vibrant but the full moon in the seventh house is highlighting things around the partnership so this is an aspect that can make you feel a little bit more compromising a little bit more um harmonious and balanced in regard to the self what your needs are and what the partner's needs are now the moon in the seventh house is just highlighting things in regard to how you're communicating with your partners how you're expressing love to your partners but really this is a time for you to shine the sun is in the first house of the self you're reinventing yourself you're feeling good about yourself and you're starting a new cycle so you also have venus there so you're gonna feel a little bit more sensual now on the other end the partner might be the one that's bringing up some of the issues in regard to um, money because the moon is aspecting venus so might be in regard to money or security and those are things that are going to need to be addressed now the taurus energy in your chart is calling for attention and for you taurus is ruling your third house of communication so you have uranus there you're not as patient uh, of a communicator when uranus is transiting your third house because your mind is just thinking very fast and getting all this information all these downloads so this is a transit that is asking you to be mindful with your speech how you speak to your partner how your partner speaks to you but it's very supportive maybe you guys develop a new uh, style of 
communicating your needs and coming into a sort of agreement and um a middle ground so it is not a bad aspect this is actually a really good aspect for you uh pisces and um you're going to just come out refreshed now when the sun goes into the sign of aries and that's going to be next month it's going to be activating your uh, second house of self-esteem and resources so if you work whatever is being highlighted this time around you're going to have an opportunity to reap a lot of rewards when that sun reaches the second house so go ahead have some fun and reinvent yourself and thank you so much for tuning in. This is the forecast for the full moon in Virgo. If you like this video, check out these other two. Don't forget to check out our Facebook group and catch me on IG Live. And if you're on Clubhouse, hey, say hi. I'll follow you back. Thank you so much. See you guys next time. Bye.